Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I am glad you're here for another episode. And as you are making your way back home to yourself, If you write a poem about your homecoming journey, I would love for you to send it to me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. That's homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. So we want to talk today about taking up space, taking up space. This is so important and a lot of the conversation around taking up space has focused on women. Um, But we can also think about other marginalized communities that uh, not only are politically marginalized, but even physically, we can find ourselves shrinking, uh, trying to get out of the way or be invisible. Uh, We can uh, be silenced and we can silence ourselves. And so you want to consider On the journey home, one of the things that uh, has disconnected us from ourselves is invisibility. And it is not only other people overlooking us and underestimating us, but also the ways in which uh, some of us have internalized that and made our value and our worth in being able to blend in or to create space for everyone else while uh, simultaneously neglecting ourselves, uh, losing ourselves, shrinking ourselves, and apologizing for who we are. And so uh, when you find yourself censoring your voice, your dress, your hair, your dreams, your needs, uh, it really is time as we think about the journey home to be willing to actually show up that I am going to stop uh, apologizing for my ideas, for my gifts, for my beauty, for my presence. I am going to stop uh, shrinking myself, trying to make other people comfortable. I am going to resist uh, the idea that in order to be uh, acceptable to others, that I have to diminish myself, that I have to uh, turn the spotlight on everyone else and stay in the margins where uh, we hope that it will be safe. And so whether you are Black, Indigenous, a person of color, whether you are LGBTQ, whether you are a woman, um, I want you to know that if you are uh, an identity, you may be first one uh, in your family to go to college, 
If you are an, an identity that is underrepresented uh, in major spaces, that we want to be mindful that I am not going to hide my presence, that I am not going to hide my contribution and my voice, but that I am actually going to start taking up space, start taking up space and showing up and showing out and (laughs) being all that you were uh, created to be. I mean, you are dynamic. And so what is it and who is it that taught you to dilute yourself? And I want you to know I am very clear that that message is not your imagination, that you didn't come up with that on your own. Uh, but we have received messages, whether from um, abusive parents or from oppressive systems. We have received messages uh, that told us that we were not welcome, that told us that uh, we were unacceptable at our very core, that made us feel like imposters, uh, that made us feel that we had to uh, imitate someone else in order to be acceptable. And so we want to really, on this journey home, start thinking about taking up space. (laughs) And so I want to give you some pointers for um, how to do that. But first, I should say why to do it. That if homecoming is reconnecting with myself, if I spend the majority of my day disconnected, playing small, then in a lot of ways, I will lose sight of who I am, that not only am I not sharing my wants, my needs, my ideas, but sometimes I am not even aware of them because I have spent so much time focused outside of myself and trying to distract myself from my very being, right, from my essence. And so I want you to know in order to come home to yourself, you actually have to show up. And I know when some people hear that, it's frightening, it's scary, it may feel risky, you know, because uh, when you show up, when you are visible, that sometimes you are targeted. Um, But I want you to know when you are hiding, hmm, When you are hiding, it is not fully living. That when you are uh, being a shadow of yourself, a fraction of yourself, when you are perpetually apologizing for yourself, then you are never fully able to breathe, to live, to love, to manifest purpose. And so we want to take up room. (laughs) We want to take up room that often even physically, right? We find ourselves shrinking or hiding uh, behind the costume of uh, what other people have dictated uh, in terms of how we should present ourselves. And so one of the ways that you can take up space is by saying no uh, to things that you don't want, right? That some of us say yes to anyone and to everyone uh, because we are afraid of 
uh, not being liked or making someone else uncomfortable. Um, and so we can put everybody's feelings at the front of the line and totally check out of what we feel and what we want. And so really taking an honest assessment and inventory of what have I been doing that I don't want to do anymore, right? What have I been or who have I been engaging with that I really don't want to do that, right? What um, are the ways that I can uh, reclaim my life and my time? And so one of the ways to take up space is with your no, because when I am stuck in the perpetual yes of what everybody else wants, then they are taking up space in my life. You know, you think about we have limited time. Time is sacred. Time is valuable. Time is precious. And if I am giving away hours of my time on what everybody else wants, and at the end of the day, at the end of my life, there was no time for me, then I've missed it. Yes. So uh, I know we have obligations and duties and responsibilities, but I wonder if you can think about carving out and protecting some time, some emotional energy, some resource for yourself. Yes. So a part of your uh, taking up space is with your nose and a part of taking up space is also with your yeses. What do you want to say yes to that might not be popular, right? What do you want to say yes to because it makes you come alive, right? That you have been uh, letting other people or catalogs or magazines pick even your wardrobe and that's not you, right? What do you want to say yes to? What do you want to say yes to in terms of purpose and possibility and gifts and the ways in which you uh, manifest in the world, right? You are a light. You know, there's a song, hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine, right? A song, let, let your light shine. And so uh, in order to let my light shine, I have to say no to uh, being in everybody else's shadow. And I have to say yes to the thing, uh, the things that awaken me that cause my radiance to show up, that give me a glow up, right? So I want to uh, spend less time in places and with people that shade me. And I want to spend more time in things that illuminate me, that animate me, that activate me, that energize me. And so your no's and your yeses are a part of the way that you take up space. Another way that you take up space is to stop apologizing for things that you're not sorry for, or things that were not your fault. And we see this a lot, uh, especially for women, uh, not all women, because I know some people listening will say, oh, well, some women never apologize, right? But then there are those who we are quick to say, sorry, sorry, you know, sorry for everything. And it becomes like an automatic script when we're even apologizing for other people's behavior when we are apologizing to people who have harmed us. So you want to put the brakes on it. If you are one of those that is quick to say an automatic sorry for things uh, that are beyond you, that aren't even about you, uh, that I am 
going to stop apologizing for my presence, for my gifts, for my ideas. And then along with uh, not uh, uh, being automatic or quick with unnecessary or inappropriate apologies. An inappropriate apology is, you know, when I'm apologizing for things that I didn't even do. Yes, that would be, it's inappropriate. It does not match. Yes. So not only that, to take up space, I want to start being able to receive compliments, right? Without deflecting them or minimizing them, right? If someone says to you, you know, oh, you did a great job with that project or that report or that speech, um, that, you know, not to go into the automatic, well, it wasn't really me or, you know, like this person is better than me or, well, I messed up in this way or next time I hope I do better. No, say thank you. Say thank you. <laughs> when people tell you that they appreciate something about you or they enjoyed something you did um, or, you know, compliment you and affirm you in some way to not try to dilute it, water it down. Uh, some of us want to quickly uh, shift the focus back to the other person or say, well, like, well, if you thought that was good, you should check out such and such. No, no, no. Sit with it. Receive it. Receive it. That's the way that you take up space is receive the affirmation, the validation, the appreciation that comes your way. Yes. And then another way that we can take up space is uh, in our budgeting to make uh, decisions for our care or for our comfort or for our resource, right? So I want to make some financial decisions that enhance my life, right? That bring some ease or some joy to my life. I want to try to make financial decisions that instead of creating stress, will alleviate some stress, yes. And so uh, in the ways that I handle uh, whatever I have, however small or large that is, uh, when I am mindful and thoughtful about that, that is a way of me claiming my space and my time and my possibility. Yes. Then we want to uh, really be mindful about taking up space by not waiting for someone else or for something else before you start living. And we touched on this, I believe, on the episode on loneliness. But so many people, you know, are not comfortable spending time with themselves. That uh, because we are used to shrinking, it's almost like someone else has to be present for a moment to be real, right? Or I have to take the picture and post it on social media for it to be real. So I wonder if you can consider enjoying an activity by yourself, whether that is going for a walk by yourself, uh, going out to eat by yourself, uh, taking a class uh, by yourself where you don't know anybody else in there, um, but it's something that is for you. Yeah. So to begin practicing Enjoying your company is a way of taking up space, right? Taking up space, showing up to life. That it's not just about 
needing uh, someone else to make a moment beautiful, right? Yes, we can have beautiful moments together. And I am all for community and companionship and connection. And I invite you to think about what it would be like for you if you could enjoy your own company. I just invite you to entertain the possibility that you might be interesting. I invite you to consider that you can have some fun by yourself, that you can experience a sense of peace even uh, by yourself. And so to begin taking up space is to begin coming home to myself and that requires me getting to know me, right? What is another way to take up space? It is utilizing your voice. So uh, there are so many times that we are nervous to share our ideas, whether they are political or artistic or uh, community-minded or even if it is at work, whatever it is that sometimes we are sitting on our ideas, um, afraid of getting it wrong or afraid of showing somebody else up or not wanting to appear that we know too much or all of the, you know, we come up with a whole list of reasons that can keep us silenced. And so I invite you to think about what are, where are some places that you have been silent, that your voice has been absent, and you are open to considering utilizing your voice in that space, claiming and reclaiming your voice in that space. So that may be on your job, it may be in your relationships, it may be in your family of origin, uh, it may be in school. But to take up space is also to be, have my voice in the place, right? To have my ideas in the place that I don't just have to be a yes man or a yes woman to agree with what everyone else says. And agreement is fine. And it is also true that you have some thoughts, some ideas, some contribution. And even if they don't take your idea, it doesn't mean that it was a waste for you to speak it, right? That you, uh, if, if it is meant to be a dialogue, a collaboration, a relationship, then uh, every voice uh, has a right to be present. And so we want to uh, push through all of the factors that silence us. And I want to name again that I'm clear that some of what is silencing you has not just been you, right? Uh, that it's not just a matter of self-sabotage, but uh, we have been in environments where voices were not welcomed, right? And so I want to try to minimize my time in those kinds of places and get into some environments where uh, I can actually speak, right? Where I can actually contribute where I can actually show up, right? And so by us uh, using our no's and our yeses, by us not going into immediate apology, by us receiving compliments 
and by us utilizing our voice and spending time in our own presence, these are ways that we can start to really uh, take up space, right? We can really start to uh, be at home uh, within ourselves and to not uh, let the fear of criticism or the fear of rejection keep us disconnected from ourselves, but to really say we want to get to that place where um, I am at home with me and in order to be at home in this place, I will take the risk of showing up. And when I show up, it also means um, that I don't have to uh, always whisper or uh, some women were actually raised and taught uh, to speak in a baby voice um, because if I speak in my baby voice, then maybe I won't be a threat and maybe it will be acceptable. Um, so I want you to whatever you're and we all have different voices, but whatever your full voice is, I want you to practice thinking about using your full voice, whatever that sound is, but to fully show up. And so I'm not even shrinking in my sound. Yes. And uh, another way that I show up is by feeling my feelings and expressing my feelings, right? Because when I am perpetually wearing a mask or always looking pleased and pleasant, even when I am not, or when I am skilled and looking blank and I spend the majority of my life looking blank, then I'm checked out, right? So I am dissociated, disconnected, not present. And so I want to give myself permission to feel and to not always have to hide what I feel. Yes. And then another way that we reclaim our, our space and take up space is getting comfortable with your physical body. So really working on healing our body image so that we are not perpetually hiding our bodies apologizing for our bodies, um, layering our bodies, punishing our bodies. But to take up space uh, means that I really become intentional about celebrating my body in its current condition, <laughs> right? Sometimes we're like, oh, when it looks like this, or if I had a body like that, then I would celebrate it. But in uh, whatever form I currently am in, right, whatever size I currently am, uh, that I am not going to hide or apologize for my being, right? I am here. I am here. I am present. And I will give myself respect. I will give myself love. I will give myself appreciation. And when I start to value my body, it also is about not always being the one to move out of the way. So some of us, and again, you know, whether we think about gender or race, um, 
can uh, have, we may have grown up with these messages that when you're walking, that you are always the one that should step to the side, right? And always make room for other people. And so we can find ourselves not only doing that physically, but emotionally. And so, yes, it can be kind to let others go. And at the same time, if that is my automatic all the time in all places, then often I have taken in a message that I am not deserving of being here, of being present, of holding space, right? And so to be thoughtful about uh, give and take, right? Of sharing with others, but then also uh, uh, appreciating yourself, right? Valuing yourself, speaking well of yourself, uh, taking care of yourself is a way in which we take up space. And so finally, I want to offer to you to invite you into the truth that an important way to take up space is to dream again. Sometimes we've been living other people's dreams or we have been so caught in the nightmare that we felt we did not have space or the luxury of dreaming. Um, but the way I begin to walk out uh, my vision, my purpose, my possibility, instead of being stuck in somebody else's script about who I am supposed to be, is that I give myself permission to dream, to imagine, to visualize who I am and how I want to be and what freedom will look like for me, what it means to show up in a space liberated, <laughs> what it means to liberate my hopes, my dreams, my possibility, my vision, right? To uh, reimagine myself and my life that will propel me uh, that will mobilize, motivate, inspire me to take up space because I have a vision for my life. I have, I have some dreams. I have some things in mind that have not yet manifested. And so it will require me taking up space to get from where I am to the woman I know I was born to be. And so I invite you, as you think, about this journey home, to give yourself time this week to dream again and to give yourself time this week and permission this week to say some no's and some yeses and to take time this week to spend time with yourself and to affirm your very body, your very body in its current manifestation. I'm so glad you all are on this journey, this homecoming journey with me. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.